live from the Fremont Theater in Portland, Oregon, it's Portland Story Theater's Urban Tellers. May the narrative be with you. I don't cry. I'm loud. I'm loud. I don't cry. I make a plan. So, grow up poor, want to go to college, make a plan. Want to become a writing instructor, go to more college, make a plan. Um, want to get married, make a plan. Um, he's up there. Hi, Bob. <laughs> there was a plan. He doesn't know about the plan. I make plans. So, yeah. I think so. So the thing is that Bob and I, when we got married, we were both high school sweethearts. We'd known each other for years, but we were so selfish. We were selfish, and we liked movies, and we liked pizza, and we liked playing video games and reading books, and we weren't ready to have a kid. Um, so we waited. We waited until we thought that we were finally to the point where we could actually be less selfish and responsible, and apparently that happens at 29, so awesome. Um, we're, completely, we're completely selfless and responsible now. And so we decided to have a baby. So we make, made the become pregnant plan. I'm not going to tell you about the become pregnant plan. If you don't know, ask your mom, ask your partner. Um, but the become pregnant plan worked. And then we had the pregnancy plan. So the pregnancy plan, here's the pregnancy plan. Pregnancy plan is eat good food, take prenatal vitamins, do gentle yoga, don't get stressed out, um, be really calm. Okay? <laughs> Are you guys there? <laughs> okay. But the good thing about this is there's so many books about it. Like, you could read books about pregnancy all day. You could go into another read-through. Do you have a whole section on it, Elisa? whole section. So go into another read-through, you read a whole section of books about pregnancy, you'll be fine, you can make plans. And our plans were fantastic, and things were going really well. And then seven months in, we had bleeding, and we had hospital, and we had doctors, and we had emergency C-section, and we had Rowan. And he was so tiny, and he had these little fingers and this red skin. And, and the thing they don't tell you about prenatal babies, sorry, preemie babies, so preemie babies, they don't have time to build up their stores of fat. Yes, I read about this later. So <laughs> they don't have time to, build, time to build up their stores of fat, so their skin is almost translucent, where you can almost see through them, and you see the blood going through their bodies. And as we were, we were watching this tiny baby, and we were listening to the sound of his heartbeat, and it was boom, 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 boom. Like, okay. Like, normal people would freak out at this point, but we didn't really freak out. We made a plan, okay? <laughs> so, you make a plan. You have the premature baby plan. So, the premature baby plan is actually really simple. You just want them to get bigger, um, which means they need to eat stuff, and learn to regulate their body temperature, so you keep them warm. Um, so, basically, you just hold them and feed them all the time. Um, so, we did that. We held him, we fed him. Um, our friends were there to help, our family was there to help. It seemed like things were going okay. And then three days in, his heart rate stabilized, and basically what happened was, instead of hearing the ba-bum, ba-bum, ba-bum of his heart, we started to hear the whoosh, whoosh, whoosh of his heart. It was a heart murmur. And we said, okay, what do we do? And the doctors rushed in, and the nurses rushed in, and the technicians runs, rushed in, and they did EKGs, and they did EEGs, and they got everything ready, and they sat us down, and they said, he has two holes in his heart. 
so too. And so the blood will rush through the wrong way. Um, and if the symptoms are bad enough, what will start to happen is his heart will get more enlarged and he'll get more tired and he'll get more sick. And, and when he gets something like a common cold for just a little baby, it can be really, really dangerous because it can turn into pneumonia and it can be a scary situation. Okay, <laughs> we're here again. <laughs> but we, we couldn't make a plan there. Um, there's not a plan for a baby that has two holes in their heart. There's either you're going to have surgery right now or you're going to wait and find out what happens. You're going to hope that they get better. And so we waited and we watched and we waited and we kept waiting and watching and it got into this kind of weird zone, right, where you're just waiting and you're watching and there's no plans and that really wasn't working. So what we started was play plans, okay? Play plans, you guys know about play plans? Okay, let's, let's talk dorky here for a minute. Okay, so play plans are this idea, basically, that if you want to improve your child's executive functioning, right, that's their ability to, to create behaviors that are going to help them achieve their goals in the future, right? You're thinking forward. Look forward. You're thinking forward. So they're going to achieve their goals in the future. Then one of the things you can do to improve executive functioning is to have play plans. So play plans are the simplest thing possible. What you do is, before your kid goes and plays with their stuff, you, um, you make a plan. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? <laughs> okay, so we're going to make a plan. So I say, Rowan, what do you want to do today? And Rowan says, I want to play Legos. I want to eat tacos. And I want to do laundry. <laughs> And I said, two parts of that plan are awesome. Bob knows we don't do the third part. <laughs> so we played Legos, a lot of Legos, and we followed our plans, and we got down on the floor, and we got into it, and we learned how to build structures, and he got more tired. And we'd go out to restaurants, and he would lay down on the side of the booth, and he would get sick, and we would go to the doctor, and the doctor saw the side of his heart becoming more enlarged. It was getting worse, and we had to do something. And so then the doctor proposed the kindergarten plan. So the kindergarten plan was, if it wasn't, if it was okay by the time he got, if he had, we had till kindergarten. So if nothing happened, if he stayed the same, there was no change, we would have surgery before he went to kindergarten. If he got worse, we'd have to have surgery sooner. He was getting worse, but not worse enough. But then he was getting worse. He was getting worse. And so we scheduled the surgery. And that sucked. And that whole part of it, I don't really want to talk about. Um, because that was a lot of conversations about surgery and where, what decision we were making for our child. And it was not cool. <laughs> but we decided that it was time for surgery. We couldn't wait any longer. And so we go into the surgery appointment. This pre-surgery appointment, we're going to set the date, right? We're setting the date for when he's going to have his surgery. And so we sit down, Rowan sits down, Bob sits down. The doctor starts to say something. We say, hold on. We get out the iPhone. We plug it in. We give Rowan his headphones. He watches Paw Patrol. Does anybody know Paw Patrol? Paw Patrol, Paw Patrol, we'll be there on the double. So it's like five little puppies rescuing people. They take little sea turtles and they bring them to the other side of the road, right? So he's watching this while we're sitting down with the doctor and we say to the doctor, okay, we're ready to, we're ready to schedule the surgery. 
we've had the EEG, we've had the EKG, we're going to talk about the results. Can you explain um, the side effects um, before we go into this? Like, what are the possible side effects of surgery? And she says, well, there's death. <laughs> it's like, my brain was there. It just stopped. Like, the same thing you guys are thinking, like, what do you, uh, huh? Like, and she kept talking, and all that kept going through my head was this, well, there's death. <laughs> well, there's death. <laughs> and then she's talking about heart palpitations, and she's talking about, oh, surgery, and she's talking about Gore-Tex patches, and she's talking about, um, she's talking about, I don't even know because I was still there at that moment where she said that thing that we don't talk about, the thing that we had been talking around for those last six months as we're making this plan for surgery for our five-year-old kid. And he's sitting there and he's watching his Paw Patrol. <laughs> God, don't you just wish you could just like take those headphones and like put the headphones in and... Okay, then she says, but. And he said, but, but, she said, but, the hole, there's some tissue gathering around the hole, um, and it's getting stuck on this vestigial valve, blah, 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 there's stuff there. And that stuff could build up enough to make a barrier that could create a block so his heart could fix itself. They're like, that's cool, <laughs> right? That's cool. Um, and so, so we sit there and we're listening to that. But then at the same time, we're having this discussion about how his heart's becoming more enlarged and more enlarged. And that over time, that can lead to all these bad situations, including all those things that you, your grandpa had that you can't even imagine. Um, yeah, I'm not even gonna list them. But we're sitting there and we're weighing those two discussions. And we went home. And we had some conversations. I mean, we talked a lot. And we decided to wait. And I want to tell you guys that in my ideal world, I could sit here and I could tell you that we're totally present with Rowan. Like, we're just sitting there and we're playing and we're doing Legos and, and it's really great and I'm so happy. Um, but I'm not because the thing about being a parent is it's not about what's there in front of you because you love your kid and I love my son and he's amazing but it's also about what's happening down the line and is he when he's 35 is he going to have a heart attack is he going to be able to breathe is he going to be able to run when he's 18 like, is he going to be able to be a sprinter all these things are going through your head and you're looking back to who he was and how he grew and you can't you can't just sit there and play because if you could you would and so you do, you play, right? And so we sat there and we've played and we've played Legos and we've eaten tacos and we've done laundry. But all the time we've been playing Legos, eating tacos and doing laundry, we've been making other plans. Mm -hmm.